Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSC Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now it is time uh, for our virtual Friday morning coffee break because we can't have guests here in uh, the studio and uh, three good friends of the show are with us. Um, Sinead Tossey from Specsavers, John Delaney from GGL Security and Roger Beck uh, from Parkway uh, Shopping Centre and you're all very uh, welcome. Good morning to you and uh, I think Roger's line has just gone there again, Sarah, if you want to see if you can... Uh, get him back um, and uh, uh, Sinead um, I, I was reading something actually that some of the eye injuries that are happening uh, during lockdown are, are well, maybe not bizarre but certainly because people are doing things that they wouldn't maybe have the time to do normally in the garden and the like Absolutely Joe, good morning, good morning. and a big shout out to all you guys in Limerick 95 Absolutely Joe and I suppose we've been working behind the scenes in emergency capacity for the last six weeks. And uh, we're seeing high volumes of calls, lots of concerns out there, you know, lots of people losing their glasses. Um, their lifestyles have changed. So, you know, some, you know, people, the, the frontline workers are wearing contact lens more and things like that. Um, but yeah, there's some crazy things, I suppose, people in gardening that have never picked up spades and shovels before are now having to use these kind of things. And um they're probably seeing more accidents than, 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 than we wouldn't. But we have a very fanta- we have a fantastic uh, confer um, model now in our stores where we you can ring up if you have any eye conditions, and we can do an audio link with you, which is a, an outstanding service that we've invented really for 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 the public from behind closed doors. So this might be um, your eyeball getting scratched on a thorn or or whatever. Absolutely, yeah. So lots of incidents, you know, lots of scratch corneas out there. So. You know, uh, I suppose, you know, what, what we're asking people is to be very safe when they're doing these kind of um, outside um, sports and or, or chores, for say, the world. You know, please use your your, your, your your safety glasses and stuff like that. If you are out cutting hedges or doing anything that's kind of out of the norm, you know, they're, they're, you can get safety glasses, you know, in our stores, um, you know, to buy and stuff like that. So just to be very careful. But if anybody out there has a problem with their eyes at the moment, please pick up the phone to us. We have a call centre, manning calls every day from 10 to 2 uh, and all next week as well. And we're open to the public uh, on the 18th by appointment only. So please pick up the phone. Don't be afraid to um, you know, ask questions about your eye conditions or if you have anything on contact lenses, if you have anything on hearing aids, please pick up the phone to us. Right, and just remind people of the number, Sinead. The number is Cruiser Street 061-312-811. And Joe, you know, we are seeing it. I had a gentleman the other day, uh, you know, was after a, a cataract operation. But obviously, you know, the, the, the eye was still quite sore and was just afraid to ring his doctor because he didn't want to be bothering him. So, you know, we were able to help here. And this video link is just new age technology to us. We can do a Skype call with you. And I was watching John Harrington the other day working in the room. And he was actually able to get the camera up onto the eye and have a look into the eye, you know, but not look into it directly, but just look around the surrounding areas. So just we're doing some amazing work here in store. And you mentioned there because under reopening Ireland, the plan opticians are indeed allowed to open on the 18th of May. You're one of the first businesses to do that. Yeah, we're out the gap, Joe, and we're ready for it. And we've been working behind the scenes here, as I said, for the last six weeks. It's going to be a very different experience now. 
uh, like every other uh, retail experience, it's, it's going to be different. But we're very prepared for it with our PPE gear. And what's paramount is that our, we're open for care with you in mind and that everybody is safe. Okay, well, uh, as I mentioned, Roger Beck is with us as well. Um, how are you, Roger? How's it going this morning? Morning, Joe. How are you doing? No, I, I, was on a, I, I was on a day off last Friday, Roger, and, um, you know, the exciting person What's that I, I am, I decided to pop into the parkway. And uh, I have to say, it was a very different experience because of social distancing and the care that you have to take and the way that queues were formed so far back into the shopping centre for access to Dunn's. It, our, our normal is a very new experience, Joe, unfortunately, um, and we don't know what the, the, the eventual normal will, is going to be. But we, we, I have to say we've had massive cooperation from, from the customers. Um, they've been so good, so patient, so understanding. We're limited with the number of people that we can allow into Duns at any one time. Um, so once there's 80 people inside in the store, we have to, we have to create queues. And people have understood that. Um, and they, they've been very good to us. And, um, you know, we, we are getting people through as quickly as possible. In fairness to the guys in Duns, they are very, um, very proactive. And, you know, things are going very well out here to, in, in difficult circumstances. But we're, we're happy with the way things are going at the moment. And, you know, it was DJ Roger on the Tannoy as well. You were giving important public service messages there, um, <laughs> including actually saying that, you know, frontline health workers could be brought to the front of the queue because obviously they're under intense pressure and shifts operating and all of that. Yes, we, we, we do certainly. Um, and people who need special assistance and, and the elderly, uh, if they come forward to the front of the queue, their store marshals there at the top of the queue and they will prioritise them. Um, we, but we do also, Joe, ask people to shop one person per trolley as far as possible because for, for, for every trolley goes in with two people into the store, um, it means there's one more in the queue outside. Or if somebody goes in with two or three children into the store, there's three more people left in the queue outside. So, you know, we're practical and, you know, if people need assistance, we totally understand that. People are at home with one child, they have to come out shopping, we totally understand that. But we also have situations where people feel, oh, uh, we get out of the house, three of us will go shopping together. And the three people go into the into the store. That means it, our queue is two trolleys longer. Yeah, and because obviously there's, there's a restriction on the total numbers in the store. And, and I have to yeah. say, what I can't quite get my head around are, are the couples. I can understand someone having to bring a child, you know, and there are certain circumstances. But you, yeah. see, you see a lot of couples shopping when people are being asked to come one at a time. Absolutely. And threes and fours, Joe. And, you know, we, we've had families where you have two adults and four kids. We can't say people you can't go in. But if those six people go in together, that's five people longer in the queue but also those four kids should be at least in the car with the spare parent or should be at home you know um, so th that kind of thing certainly uh, doesn't help our situation you know we understand that people have to get out of the house but it can be frustrating sometimes where instead of having 80 people shopping alone you have 45 and you have 25 people who are there as uh, you know uh, just to be to get out of the house and, and that you that happens, and it happens a lot. And Roger, from the Parkway Shopping Centre's perspective, what do you think of the Reopening Ireland roadmap in the sense that they seem to be saying that enclosed shopping centres like yours could be later in the phases of full reopening? Yes, and it's rather vague and confusing, Joe, and I think that probably when they put that 
that shopping centre, closed shopping centres phrase in there, they had in mind the Dundrums and the Blanchardstowns and the the, the 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 big, big, big out-of-town centres where, you know, they've also said that phone shops, electronic shops, uh, repair shops, all those kind of places can open up. And I think it's in phase two, they said the places with small numbers of staff can reopen. So we're, we're looking for a clarification from them on that because obviously we want to help our retailers to get open as quickly as possible and our retailers want to get open. So uh, we're, we're, we're actually getting on to, to try and get clarification just into where exactly the guideline is because people, you know, the, the retailers don't want to be doing the wrong thing. They don't want to be, you know, to 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 go outside the guidelines and to and to jeopardise anything. But still, they have their businesses to but, protect and to keep going. But I got a real sense in there last Friday of the challenges that you will have as you reopen, because social distancing will still exist. Absolutely, and we're going to have to generate queues for all the stores. Um, so as well as just the the the, the queue for donuts, which we have at the moment, and we're going to have to. Um, turn that into two queues coming from both sides to, to make it practical uh, because we also have to allow for safe passage up and down the mouth and we have to allow for queues for all the other stores because, again, the numbers uh, in the other stores are going to be restricted maybe to two or to three or to four depending on the size of the stores. So they're going to have to restrict the numbers so we're going to have to generate queues outside. So, yeah, we, we have a lot of challenges. It's going to be a long year. Uh, it's going to be a long summer. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. But, okay. but Joe, if, if I could say something... Well, uh, do you know what? I, I'm going to take a quick break, Roger. I, I'll let yeah. John in and I will come back to you as well uh, okay, at, at that stage. That's uh, Roger Beck from the Parkway is with us, Sinead Classy from Specsavers and John Delaney from GGL uh, Security and we'll be back after a very short break. Now, we're chatting on our virtual Friday morning coffee break this morning with Roger Beck from Parkway Shopping Centre, Sinead Classy from Specsavers Limerick and John Delaney from GGL uh, Security. Uh, John, uh, one of the very interesting stories stories uh, today is the fact that the leaving cert, as I said earlier, the holy grail of Irish education, and often you would think of Irish society, is likely to be effectively cancelled this year and predictive grades used instead. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a, it's a quandary, you know, for the parents and for, and for the children, uh, for the teenagers, uh, young adults. I I thought this was done and dusted uh, a fortnight ago, and I just I couldn't understand uh, how it kind of came came around again and eventually ended up in the decision that's going to be announced today. I think it's it's extraordinary and it's it's very difficult for for every everyone involved. Uh, like the schools, there's going to be a huge challenge going forward there now. How are they going to uh, balance everything? You know, school A versus school B for for markings, etc. So you know, it's it's going to be challenging times ahead. But I suppose what they're trying to achieve. Is, is that they hit the CAO deadlines and that the university intakes uh, aren't affected. I think that's what they're ultimately trying to achieve, John. And John, do you think it was because when they made the initial announcement, they didn't have a full grip at that point on how complex it was going to be to run the Leaving Cert uh, in late July? Probably not, because look, we're, it's, it's a well-broken record at this stage that this is a game-changer. This never happened before, you know, and... Um, the, the recession in 2007, 2008 was was a gradual decline over six months. Uh, this this was probably over six days. So you know it's it's hard to uh, it's hard to to blame anybody for not having um, a backup in, in in place. But there will be next time round because this this is going to be a game changer for every everything in the country. And uh, if if there is a similar situation in future, you know they'll flick a switch and the alternative um, leaving search will kick in, but not this time round. Yeah. Um, uh, Sinead, I mean, it's horribly complicated, isn't it? And really difficult for students. 
Absolutely, but I think Joe, you know, it's like every a lot of us in our in our day to day thinking, you know, I suppose there's a bit of closure on it now for them. The, 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 you know, a lot of the students have been unrested. They're thinking, will it? Won't it? Will it? Won't it? I think now, you know, there will be a statement made today, and people probably can move on with their lives. I mean, it must be horrendous for you know these seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen year old kids. You know, it's probably one of the biggest decisions that's been taken out of their hands for their lives. And, um, you know, and uh, you have to sympathize with the parents as well. There's been a lot of money, you know, backed behind these students to get them the right thing, the right career. But there's closure today. So, you know, hopefully everybody can move on from this. And do you think that all of society, including people like yourself, business people looking to employ uh, in the future, will have to show um, you know some solidarity really with Absolutely. this particular Absolutely. year, this particular leaving cert student crop? You know, I think we'll be showing solidarity in every walk of life. It's not just going to be with the, the leaving cert twenty twenty. It's going to be with everything. You know, we've, we've got to we've got to think of the students that are doing their their final year projects. You know, everybody is affected by this. And I think as a society, it's going to be a time like the the, the, the influenza in 2018. We'd be referring to this in our lifetime and probably in our grandchildren's lifetime. So, I, you know, we just have to move on and, you know, do the best we can with it. Yeah. Um, John, you know, I was mentioning about the impact on spec savers and Parkway Shopping Centre. I mean, from GGL Security point of view, what has been the impact of the way you're working? Well, for us, really, Joe, it has been business as usual or business as normal, uh, uh, except that we're actually busier because uh, an awful lot of commercial properties are now closed down. You know, there, I suppose to, to go back a step, there's been a change in the trend in crime in the last month in that. Uh, Private houses and domestic houses are not being broken into at the moment uh, because people are at home um, pretty much 24-7. But there is, a, there is an increase in crime in commercial properties that are vacant because of everybody working from home. And that's a, a large part of our business, protecting uh, commercial properties in Limerick. And we go around and we inspect them on our vans, uh, patrol, etc. And um, another huge part of our business, Joe, is the supply chain. And... You know, a month ago, I'd say Joe Soap in Ireland didn't know what supply chain was, but now you hear supply chain being mentioned every night on the news. And a huge part of our business is um, tracking and making sure that the loads of, of high-value product, uh, particularly pharma at the moment, life-saving pharma, uh, we monitor the, those movements all over Europe, and we um, we make sure that they get from A to B uh, intact. So that's, um, you know, the security industry is... is pretty much in the front line there as well. There's absolutely no change. I've been at work every day since, thanks be to God, and delighted to be able to do that. So, you know, we're um you know, we're busier than ever, John. Yeah, yeah, and we're very grateful for your security work here at Live ninety five. I can tell you we need it like everybody else. Roger, sorry, you wanted to come back in um there. Yes, Joe, I did. I just wanted to say a huge thanks to our customers. Uh, in the early days, we figured out that patients in hospital, both COVID patients and regular patients, because they couldn't get visitors, they found it very hard to get personal hygiene products, toothbrushes, toothpaste, soap, shampoo, all that kind of thing. So we we uh, put trolleys on the mouths. We've asked our customers to put in small donations when they were leaving the, the stores of uh, Packing the toothpaste, the toothbrush, deodorant, shampoo, gel, anything like that. 
there's nothing worse when you're in hospital not being able to have a shower and not have your own personal hygiene products. So we put these trolleys in the mall about eight weeks ago. So far, we've done six huge deliveries to the hospitals here around Limerick of all these personal hygiene products. They are so appreciated in the hospital by the patients. But we, re- I just want to say a huge thank you to all the customers in the parkway who have donated to these trolleys. That's uh, it's, it's, it's really touching, and uh, you know we're, we're, we've done it in all our shopping centres around the country. But we're, we're, you know, we're just so grateful to, to the customers for throwing in small thing, big thing. You know, it, it, it really is very much appreciated. I want to say a big thanks to the customers yeah. for that. Now you're the barbecue king, and it's barbecue weather. What would you recommend this weekend? What we cook this weekend, Joe? How about a good goat, maybe? A bit of what? Goat. Goat. Yeah. Are you joking me? No, why not? <laughs> Goat is the most eaten meat in the world, Joe. I'm More not so sure about that, no. Yeah, uh, that now is true. No, goat is, is, is lovely meat to cook in the barbecue. It's like it's like lamb. Uh, so you cook a shoulder of goat or a leg of lamb. Sorry, where, where would you get goat? In the goat farms, Joe. Right, but I mean, it's not a question of going into the local butchers necessarily. No, the, the, <laughs> no, the local butchers don't don't have it. You do have to organise. Sorry, no, I was putting your leg with the goat. But no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were putting the goat's leg. <laughs> but no, chicken thighs, Joe, um, any, any fatty part of the chicken is really nice in, uh, on the barbecue. Uh, thighs more so than breast because you have the, the fattier part of the meat. The fat um, runs up down into the barbecue, but it, it keeps the meat more moist than, than chicken breast, even though it's, it's probably a little bit more uh, less appreciated the time is it's also cheaper uh, but chicken is lovely on the barbecue uh, fish um, nice bit of salmon on, on, on the barbecue is lovely cook it start at skin sign down cook it about two thirds of the way through flip it over and peel the skin off and then just season it uh, cooks in about seven or eight minutes and you have a really nice uh, bit of barbecue fish you can't eat beautiful lovely and I mean thanks to you we got one of those eggs um, egg barbecues not as big as your one now but uh, uh, in our place and it got cleaned down and uh, I have to say my other half even tried bananas in it um, bananas are lovely uh, bread and butter pudding Joe I think you've tried my bread and butter pudding oh it's magnificent it's, it's brilliant yeah uh, but you can cook your your whole turkeys your chickens um, yeah I, I haven't found anything yet Joe that I can cook in it yeah uh, uh, we did a Thai green curry there at home the other week oh gorgeous beautiful uh, Thai chicken curry uh, you know done in the pot but the smell of the smoke that goes into it really good yeah um, yeah. There's no point asking you because, like me, you're follically challenged. So we'll we'll ask um, uh, Sinead uh, uh, about this black market. Well, actually, actually, Joe, I, I um, last year I got one of those eggs as well, and I can honestly say it's turned my life around. I love it. I've been cooking on it all last summer. It's been it's been used now regularly. And Joe, I. Have uh, Roger, I did try the chicken with the bacon on it, and it's absolutely amazing. I, it was one of your tutorials one day, and it's, oh, that was, <laughs> it's just changed yeah. my life. Yeah, Sinead, tell me uh, about this black market in hairdressing that we were talking about <laughs> on the show um, yesterday. Well, if you can give me a number for a, a hairdresser that I can get my hair done, I will <laughs> be very, very grateful. Um, yeah, and I was one of those regular people that would go to a hairdresser once a month. But now I'm going around and I'm using more creative things like hair bands and hats now at the moment. But look at, <laughs> uh, you know, 
can't wait to get there. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking to Cyril Morgan uh, from uh, Dock Road here near us, and uh, he was talking about what they will have to do when they reopen. And, you know, because it's such a treat, uh, you know, for, for men, but particularly for women at the moment, it's a real uh, experiential thing. But he says it's going to be much more challenging now. Absolutely. And I suppose it's like any of our, our, our um, working day, everything is going to be a challenge. But I'd be a very optimistic person. We'll get through this. You know, we have to change our thinking. We have to change the way we work. I mean, even here doing PPE training at the moment with my team, um, you know, facing customers, advisors on and everything. But we'll get through it. You know, it's just another thing to add on to our roles and responsibilities now. The most important thing is that we keep ourselves and our customers safe and we can work around that. Okay, very good. Well, listen, thank you all very much for joining us this morning and uh, great to chat to you and great to finish on, on that uh, burst of optimism there. Sinead, Sinead Clausey from Specsavers in Limerick, John Delaney from GGL Security and Roger Beck from Parkway Shopping Centre, uh, all three good friends of uh, Limerick Today. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.